green pastures. I know you're picturing lush fields of belly deep alfalfa as far as the eye can see. Well, get that picture out of your mind. Instead, see clumps of green along the arid landscape of the Negev Desert in Israel. That's more the biblical reality. And that's what our heart is for our weekly Green Pastures devotions published by Vineyard Boise. Our hope is that each day you'll find a wee clump of green along the all-too-often arid landscape of life, just enough to sustain you, to keep you moving forward. Each daily devotion consists of four strands, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. May the Lord lead us together into the green pastures we need today to continue growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Green Pastures for Monday, February 27th. Light. Today's scripture reading is found in Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 5 from the Message Translation, which reads, First this, God created the heavens and earth. All you see, all you don't see. Earth was a soup of nothingness, a bottomless emptiness, an inky blackness. God's spirit brooded like a bird above the watery abyss. God spoke, light, and light appeared. God saw that light was good and separated light from dark. God named the light day. He named the dark night. This is God's word. Six words at creation. Ten words from the mountain, seven words on the cross on that other mountain. This is our devotional path these next weeks as leaving Nineveh with its bustling and rustling revival under the brooding nose of the sullen prophet, we venture out to survey three profound moments when God spoke, culminating in the arrival of the one who is better than Jonah. That's our devotional theme these next weeks, when God spoke. We briefly toyed with the idea of calling it God spake, but eh, then we thought better of it. Six words at creation, ten words from the mountain, seven words on the cross on that other mountain. At that time his voice shook the earth, the writer of Hebrews observes. This week we visit the time when his voice formed it, shaped it, filled it. Which is indeed a far better word than that spoken by Jonah. Our text is the first creation song of Genesis 1. I call it first because there are two, each with contrasting points of focus along with contrasting sets of details, which tends to unhinge a fact-driven mindset until we finally, hopefully, remember that these are, in fact, songs, inviting us to stop analyzing the lyrics and let their creative melodies in. These songs are meant to form us more than inform us. So our task each day this week is to allow them to do just that. Starting with the first spoken word in this first creation song on the first page of this first book of this ancient and often maddeningly ambiguous and endlessly diverse library we know as the Bible. Ye, he, or. Okay, in Hebrew that's actually two words, three syllables, though traditionally it's translated by four words in English, let there be light. I like to say ye he or when I walk into a dark room and flick on the light switch. I also like to say it when encountering the darker places in life where there is no light switch for the simple reason that this is what God is constantly doing, bringing light into dark spaces. 
land of Zebulun, land of Naphtali, road to the sea, over Jordan, Galilee, crossroads for the nations. People sitting out their lives in the dark saw a huge light. Sitting in that dark, dark country of death, they watched the sun come up. This Isaiah prophesied revelation came to life in Galilee, the moment Jesus started preaching. In that gospel text, Jesus picks up where John the Baptist left off. Change your life. God's kingdom is here. That's what we find Jesus did in Matthew 4, 15-17, and it's what we find he's still doing here and now, in this land of the now and the not yet. Jesus didn't kick at the darkness. He turned on the light. And since he is, in fact, the light of the world, that just meant he went around being himself as he embodied those first primeval divine words, ye, he, or, and then accompanied that embodied word with the spoken message that is so much greater than that of Jonah. Change your life. God's kingdom is here. He invites us to go and do likewise, to stop rebuking the darkness and embody the divinely spoken ye, he, or, that continues to echo through all creation from that first created moment, making it so again and again and again as we move through the wide world as agents of the ongoing creative work of God. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, how are you being challenged to speak and to be light in the midst of your present circumstances? Why are we so often preoccupied with rebuking the darkness rather than simply turning on the light? Lord, all we are is messengers, errand runners from Jesus for you. It started when God said, light up the darkness and our lives filled with light. As we saw and understood God in the face of Christ, all bright and beautiful. Ye, ye, or, let there be light. Starting here, in this heart, this life, as you light up the darkness of a dark world once more, here, now, through me, in your mercies. <laughs>